podcast is brought to you by the AUB Podcast Society. Today, I'm your host, Anna, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Don and Anna. Hi there. Hello. Um, so if you've listened to our teaser, you know what we're doing. You know that we're just trying to have a chat about different issues and about different stuff that's going on around the university. If it's your first time joining us, then welcome. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> um, and today we're gonna, first of all, it's our first episode, so yay for that. We finally made this happen. And we are going to talk about LGBT issues around the, well, the community and the university because it's LGBT History Month. So we're also gonna talk about that. Um, and our two ho- co-hosts today are two also kind of guests, but whatever. Like we're just <laughs> my two friends. We're having a chat. Um, are here to help me out to have a bit more of a conversation about this. And uh, <laughs> so we're gonna start with, of course, introducing them. Don is from film production, and he's third, second year from production like me. Uh, Anna is from first year MA illustration. Yes, got it right. Um, and yeah, so what is your guys' experience with kind of the LGBT community within the university and outside even? Because you're both from different places, like Don's from England, but I don't know where from. Um, <laughs> the Midlands, the Fens. Right. And Anna's from Romania. So it's a very different experience I can imagine from, especially somebody who comes from another country as me, because I'm from Italy, if anybody's wondering. Um, <laughs> I know I sound American, but anyway, just go on. Yes. <laughs> I think there is, first of all, to be said, a big difference between what you experience online and what you experience in real life, so to say. Because for me, for example, coming from Romania, the country itself is very much not there yet, right? Yeah. <laughs> so to say. But online, I've had nothing but good experiences so far. So I think that's a big point to take in consideration. That's true. Like that online society can be very much more open, also international, you get people from yeah, the exactly. world. Well, back in your country, at least for me, I know that people in Italy as well are still a bit more closed-minded. So, yeah. Mm. I, I think it's different with each uh, person. I mean, mm. for me, how I've experienced the LGBT society uh, as, as a whole is through the people who have, for me, represented LGBT, um, They've they've been quite um, commanding with what they think being LGBT means. They they have exact facts and stuff. Yeah. I mean, personally myself, I've I've been quite separate from um, the LGBT society. My, me and my boyfriend once went to um, a pride, which was which was quite fun. But um, really, the only people I've experienced it through is is these very commanding people who think they know exactly what it means. Right. It's more like, you know, you were saying how um, labels might affect you a lot. And, yeah. Oh, and yeah. people might put that on you. So whether you come out or not, people might decide for you what's your sexuality, what kind of person you are. Um, and, like, they tell you what what your sexuality is. Like, is that, is that your experience? Is that... Well, immediately from birth, everyone's straight, aren't they? I mean, <laughs> according to their parents. Oh, oh. Oh, you you looked at a, a little girl for a second. You you must fancy her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's true. Because then you know, a lot of the time you see people on the internet be like, "Oh, the gays are pushing their sexuality in front of you know everybody else and just shoving it down their throats." But when really, it's just them being who they are. And luckily, I feel like now mm. there's a bit more freedom to do that. Still not enough, but 
mm. more than there was years ago. I think first of all, the thing with label is that the second someone gives you a title, right, in any sort of sense, it comes with a definition. Yeah. And you meant I, to conform to it, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. That's why I think there's there's a lot of people if you actually talk to them that say they prefer not to label themselves, and I think that's one of the big reasons why. Yeah. Because you know the second someone says, for example, oh, you must be gay, then they expect a personality from you. They yeah. expect you to they react. They expect you to be camp as well. Yeah. And that's, that's they, so they expect every time you see someone who doesn't conform to the, def- the you know, idea of what a gay person is, like, oh my God, I would never have been able to tell, you know? And it's like, it's not yeah. a mold. And so straight people can be camp. I, I'm not that camp. I'm, I'm camp in ways I've watched Ugly Betty with my sister and really enjoyed it. But the thing is, I didn't watch that because I'm gay. I watched that because I liked it. You yeah, know, it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing, like, in media and uh, representation. Just, like, you feel there is this pressure to kind of be this certain type of person, um, whether you, you know, you're, you're gay or a lesbian or bi, whatever your sexuality is and many more. There's kind of, like, molds, as you were saying, that people put on you but that's not who you are that's not yeah, what it needs exactly. to be and it, it shouldn't define you exactly yeah um and like in media as well you know we were like saying what the gay agenda is kind of what straight people keep talking about as if like as if we're having meetings going this yeah. is this is next in a gay agenda <laughs> this is what we're doing next um it, it's it's more like it's just representation in media is there but it shouldn't be there just for the sake of it. Definitely. Exactly. I think that very strongly, actually. I, yes. I really don't like quite a lot of LGBT movies, mainly because... Yes, ma- ma- yes. Exactly. <laughs> because it's always about like a gay man or a gay woman, and the entire conflict of the story is, oh, my God, they're gay. However, they're yeah. going to do this. Everything that happens in the story is around the fact that they are gay. How, how about they're just a character, has nothing to do with being gay? You yeah. know, how about it's just you know, a random spy movie, and oh, it turns out the main character's gay doesn't affect the plot at all. Yeah, exactly. Some, yeah. Something that doesn't, like, construct the whole thing around his sexuality. Yeah. That would be... Yeah, that would be there's not many films that do that either. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I can't think of any. Um, I think the closest I've ever seen to that is Moonlight, because right. while the main character was gay and black, those weren't the main issues. Those were slight yeah. conflicts in his life, but the main thing is it's... It's a life story about this guy and his romance, the romance that it was building up to, had nothing to do with the fact that it was a gay romance. Right. You know, that, it just realistically true, yeah. showed everything. It's 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 hard to see that, and I don't understand why, in a sense, because at this point, it really shouldn't be that hard to create a character, to create a story that doesn't revolve about around that character's sexuality for the sake of it. Like, Not that there's anything wrong yeah. with it, or the ones that have been created that have that, but it's just that... That's not all there is. That's not all that you have. It's it's a person at the end of the day, and and they have their own to- they have their own trials and they have their own things. And being gay is not just who they are. It doesn't define them. It like yeah. it, it's kind of puts people in a box, and then they have to stick to it. It's it's like the uh, the side character who is the gay best friend. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's and then even in real life, I feel like people get defined by that as well. Like my parents. Oh, yeah talk about my gay friends and identify them like as my gay friends not as yeah. my friends or those you know, gay friends those of yours people. yeah and and they're just terrified that i might come out to them one day and just be like hey by the way i don't like you know i'm not straight um 
And whether that's true or not, whether that's going to happen or not, it shouldn't affect the way I am. It shouldn't affect the way they see me. Unfortunately, I know a lot of people struggle with that. I know it's not that easy, especially yeah. if your parents are conservative or yeah, like. A bit I more. think that's kind of probably the main fear of coming out. Not yeah, yeah. Because actually, a lot of, for example, with me coming out, it wasn't a oh god, my parents won't accept me and, and will chuck me out. It was a oh god, they're going to think about me differently. Right. They're they're just going to yeah. look at me and think oh he's gay. Yeah. I had that thought for my friends. I never did come out though. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I left it just happening because in, I, I always thought that it doesn't really matter to them. It shouldn't matter to them. What, whoever, you know, I like to kiss or whatever. Exactly. There shouldn't ever be a point where you need to go, it, I am gay. Yeah. You know. You uh, never need to say anything really about who you want to be with. Like that's not, that shouldn't be anyone's problem other than yours. I've only ever come out twice and I felt like I, I needed to. To be honest, I didn't even have to. I just felt kind of felt forced by the whole idea of, oh, you've, you've got to come out because you've got yeah. to be proud or something. You know, who cares if I'm gay? It isn't, doesn't define me. Yeah. When I was younger and I actually did consider coming out, that was the reason I thought of it as well. Because yeah. I thought everyone comes out, so maybe it's a thing you have to do. And I was like, yeah. actually, wait, that makes no sense. Exactly. After those two times of coming out, I didn't. Instead, I just didn't hide myself. Yeah, exactly. You know, if I was talking to friends... And I would mention that I saw a guy was attractive or something. They they just kind of accept it. Yeah. Or I meet new people and, you know, I mention I have a boyfriend and they're like, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, exactly. That's how I do it as well. It's like, it doesn't really matter. Like, you're going to notice at some point anyway. Who just cares? Assume, <laughs> just assume they already know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, when you come out, it's not like it. it that's who you are. Like, that's yeah. it. Yeah. It changes everything. It shouldn't. And sometimes it might be useful. Sometimes, you know... Uh, labels might be helpful in a way also i feel like within the bisexual community as well people find a bit more difficulty kind of sticking to it not sticking to the label itself but they have they feel like it's harder maybe to kind of identify yourself as bi and then people are like pointing out that if you're dating like if you're a girl and dating a boy then you're not bi anymore because you, you know you like even for you like as your pen if you're in a straight and relationship if you're you in a straight, straight relationship yeah. that people kind of like diss you or just you're not part of the community as much yeah that happens i think with anything that isn't straight lesbian or gay right anything who isn't the basic free names that everyone knows yeah it means something isn't right they start questioning it it's like that can be a real thing you know yeah, that it's it's also I feel like people think it's a face in yeah. a way a lot of the time. Um, I've seen a lot a lot with bisexual people yeah. where where it's like, if it's a girl, let's say, and she's dating a girl, then oh, so you're a lesbian? It's like no, I'm bi. But if she's dating a guy, it's like oh, so now you're straight? It's like no, I'm bi. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of that that line, isn't it? It's yeah. just you can like both genders. I mean, you can like two genders because bisexual actually means liking two different yeah, genders. Exactly. So it, it's. Not, it doesn't have to stick to one in a way to, yeah. for you to be accepted from the society. Yeah, it's the, the same way. I've seen a lot of people that complain about it because they had to go through stuff like right. that. Where it's like, they're bi, but they've only ever dated guys. Like, that doesn't suddenly mean they're not bi anymore. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't take away from attraction they feel to other genders. Like, that's just not a thing. Exactly. So that it's it's kind of like that bubble that you get put in if you kind of yeah. date somebody or versus dating somebody else and yeah. there's never kind of 
a, a moment for them to be like, oh, it's bi, it's fine. Like, I'm bi, it's, I'll just be that. Yeah. Like, you ha- either have to be one or the other, in a way. Yeah. Which is not fair. I think, I think you can say that as well from people who you don't even know. You just see someone on the street, right. say, a girl and another girl being a all lovely lovely together is like the first thought is lesbians you never no one really thinks further than that's that. true mm. like that's, that's true. an issue in its own i think yeah that's that's its own thing i guess but yeah. you, you can never know that's the thing because yeah um, for all you know they could be any other kind of sexuality that yeah. just dates girls maybe that person's non-binary maybe you know you don't know that yeah, and there's it, a lot of guess, factors yeah bisexuality can tie into gender and pansexuality i guess more so yeah uh, but it doesn't necessarily affect your identity. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stick on one thing or the other. Or you yeah. have to, because you can change any time. Like, as I was saying, um, I th- I think I'm straight, but I say I think because I'm pretty open to thinking that maybe one day I might realize I like somebody else that is not a boy and yeah. I'll be open to that. Yeah, I'll be at fine with it. At any point, you know, people could realize. At any point, I could realize that I like girls. I probably won't. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a very... Um, like the the more time passes, the more you actually realize. Oh, actually, you know, mm-hmm. like because like we said, there's labels that you learn. Yeah. And then that's the only ones you know. So you grow that's up true. and you, you put yourself in one of those molds. It's like, oh, actually, yeah. you found out a new word. This fits better. And then so on and so on. Yeah. Because there's so many different things, especially nowadays, that yeah. it's like. I think in parts though, where where being bi is more accepted. Like growing up, actually. I knew the term by and I understood exactly what I meant. It meant, yeah. you know, someone is attracted to both men and women. And I think it can be a bit more acceptable because it's that bit closer to straight. And I've I've known people to actually come out as bi before coming out as gay or coming out as a lesbian because they think they'll be accepted more because they're that one bit more straight. Right, and, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. That's, and that's why also people, as I was saying, might think it's a phase because then they maybe kind of step it up and step it up like quote unquote step it up and then then yeah. decide whether they you know yeah. and so you have to choose between straight. one or yeah, the other yeah as if you have to choose like you don't have to you can just be whatever the fuck you want it's, it's like I said back with, with labels you know yeah. you, you should be, just be able to go this is my boyfriend this is my girlfriend and yeah. then not go oh you suddenly switched just yeah. go okay sure if you say they're your girlfriend go ahead yeah, yeah. exactly exactly it's the, re- the thing with labels that I found interesting talking to people online, for example, and thinking about it myself, like how I got to it, is that in a way, I think it's also comforting to know that there is a name for this and it's not just you being really weird because having a name for it means you're not the only one. Right. Yeah. So I think for a lot of younger people, specifically a label or, you know, not really a label, but a name for it is good. Having a group of people who all identify as the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so you can ask questions properly so you can research it, stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. Like, at the end of the day, it is a spectrum. Yeah. There are divisions on that spectrum, I guess, that can help you. Doesn't mean you have to stick with it. Doesn't mean that you cannot kind of realize that it's, it's not what you thought it was. But it does help up to a certain extent, as long as you don't let that, kind of confine you, you yeah. in a little box that that's it that's what you have to be and you kind of have to adapt to that like um even coming out maybe people might change their personality mm. i feel um I, I think they feel um pressured into acting a more campbell way. and yeah. s- some people they change because they can suddenly act yeah. camp maybe they've wanted to act camp 
or some people just feel like they need to. I've had a friend a few years ago, I think, that did that exactly. Mm. He came out and then he started acting really flashy mm. and that for like half a year or something until he realized, I really don't like doing this. And, you know, it, it was a moment of I've left this thing, like control how yeah. I act when I really shouldn't. Right. I, I mean, I'm gay. I'm allowed to wear pink. I don't, because I don't like pink, but I'm allowed to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's dressing the way you dress, being the way you are, it's, it shouldn't in any way kind of affect how people perceive you, how people kind of see who you are for who you are, not because of what you wear. or You know, that that's the message that's going around a lot lately in this past year, and I feel that's, that's a really good message. It's just sometimes it doesn't really feel like people realize that. I kind of get that, because... Um, I know as we were saying last time with a friend of mine that she got people telling her where her sexuality was because of the way she was dressing. And she was like, I'm not, like, I'm not yeah, lesbian, I'm not gay, I'm not, you know, but it's just, I just yeah. like dressing this way. Why does this make me a different person? It's just, it shouldn't be like that. It's the whole idea of mixing up gender and sexuality. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Which is a complete different thing. Like, we're going to talk about gender identity and gender issues in the next episode. Um but for now, kind of, that's why I think it's also important to kind of have that division because sexuality is a thing and gender is another. And people sometimes mix that. Like, yeah. it doesn't. It, the idea of a, a lesbian must act yeah. more yeah. male and a gay person must yeah, act more like exactly. a woman. But they're, I mean, not, they're not synonyms. Yeah. It's basically the point. It's still here. that kind of straight vision, is it? Like when yeah. people ask, like, oh, who, who's, who's. It's always the straight vision. It's also the kind of heteronormativity <laughs> kind of thing. That oh, yeah. It's the. Um, it's asking a gay couple, oh, who's the guy and who's the girl? Exactly. Oh. oh or oh, a lesbian oh, couple who wears the pants in the relationship. You oh. know, it's stuff like that. It's just like, oh. That's the thing, exactly. It's always that. It, when it's just not related to that at all, it, there's that, that mold that I feel like people have had for so many years, and it's just. I guess hard for them to get out of it, which it shouldn't be, because it's really just a relationship. Mm. Yeah, I think it yeah. has a lot to do with the way you're brought up and what you're yeah, surrounded that's with. Yeah, true. I, Unfortunately, I mean, for you, whenever you go back home, like, do you feel like you have to kind of maybe act differently, or like you have to be more careful in what you say, stuff like that, or are you just more free to kind of, you know, be yourself here? Let's say technically, yeah, you would tone it down. If right. you went back, I don't really care, so I don't, you know, but generally, yeah, in that kind of a environment, you would want to hold back, mm. specifically if you know you, you're talking with people that aren't open yet. Right. I've had uh, with my grandfather, for example, who's very much of the, you know, <laughs> not, not the good kind of mentality, let's say. Mm -hmm. And I just literally had to storm out of the house. For like yeah. an hour to cool down because it's just not going good. Yeah, that's the thing. It happens to me as well when we yeah. have conversations back at home with my family or anything like that. There's always that one person that's kind of a bit more homophobic, a bit more racist, a bit more open about it. And, yeah. and it's just, it's hard to have a discussion with them because... It's hard because it's always, they're always the loud ones. Yeah, they're always going to be the loud ones. They're always going to be the ones that need to, especially, I mean, I, at least that's for me, if I try to make my opinion hurt because they're adults quote-unquote adults just because they're older than me especially in Italy there's this thing that you have to respect older people an older generation which is not necessarily wrong but but there is a limit there it's, is a limit it's a flaw that 
idea, yeah, though. Exactly. Because yeah. you, you need to be able to respect them if they do something worthy of respect. Exactly. Yeah, but we have that mentality, Romina, where it's like, if you, if you earn the respect, I will respect you. Yeah, fair. Yeah, which is just fair, because like, if you're rude to me, and yeah. if, if maybe we disagree, let's call it disagreement, and, you know, if I try to respect you and your opinion, even if your opinion is homophobic, you, there's no need for you to kind of yell at me or belittle my opinion just yeah. because you're older yeah. and because you feel like you're right because that's the way you were brought up. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't there that thing about um, about the gay agenda? I mean, isn't that the straight agenda then them yeah. trying to force it down exactly. our throats? Exactly, exactly. There are, there's a lot of really hypocritical things they yeah. do. Honestly. Yeah, as you were saying, like a little kid looks at a girl and it's like, oh, he's such a ladies' man, but... The gays are shoving people, their sexuality in front of everybody yeah. else I mean, because of that one film. It's not exactly like, you know, a, a gay couple with a kid, you know, see a, a, a boy look at a girl and go, oh, look, he's going to be um, her gay best friend. You know, that's Gosh. how it's going to work. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, nobody does that, but people feel the need to kind of... Sorry, I got distracted there, but our <laughs> sound guy, shout out to Otto. Um, yeah. He's such a handsome face, you have to look. Right? <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, so it's it's hard, I guess, to discuss with these people, especially, like, I don't know about you, I don't know what's your experience here in England, whether you, like, of course it's the same country, but I can't imagine that as Actually, well, coming I've been, from different I've places. been very lucky. Um, I've basically experienced no homophobia throughout my life. Yeah, I've been lucky um, in that sense as well. Really? Yeah. Because the thing is... Um, I mean, I, except my maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm a bit... Um, bit ignorant of it because I, I was once saying this to my boyfriend I was saying oh I have never experienced homophobia and he was like what about that one time we were uh, walking down the street and you know guys drove past shouting gays at us and I was just like yeah they pointed out we were gay so <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. done for noticing <laughs> I mean it's always good to be on the bright side of things you know <laughs> yeah like I mean speaking of relationship do you feel like there's kind of a pressure on gay people to have a relationship the moment they come out like because maybe seen, they haven't yeah. experienced it like before and then they come out and then people are like oh but you you don't know because you've never actually been with somebody I else think, i think it should be the other way around really i mean you know you shouldn't have to come out un unless people you know need to know so if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend you know the, the opposite sex you you say oh this is my girlfriend or this is my boyfriend and they go oh and they can figure it out from that. Right. Whether, you know, you don't even need to use labels um, for yourself because you can just know yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. labels are only for other people to understand. Exactly. And yeah, if, that's if they don't care, you don't even need to use a label with them. That's true. Like within relationships, as long as the other person also know that you're looking for the same thing, then it's fine. Yeah. Um, one question I had, like, do you feel like there is this lack in sex education regarding this oh, issue. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, man. <laughs> like, because for me, it, in, in Italy, at least, we don't get any sex ed, or I didn't get any sex ed in school. Um, so I don't know if I can, like, if it's the same here as well, and especially for LGBT relationships, it's something, like, people don't really want to go into. To be honest, the sex ed here, I think it's lacking on both sides because... Yeah. So we were told, you know, so generally we were told how birth happens. That's fine. You don't really need to know about right. that when you're gay but then when it comes to SDIs it's mainly just yeah. um, try to stay away from it if you're gay or straight and that's basically all we got so it's, it's the same on both sides we didn't really get much of anything yeah, I think this can go to all most of the world honestly just really the that's, only thing they can say yeah like sex that isn't 
thought properly anywhere from what I've seen. Yeah. I don't think I've ever talked to someone who was like, oh, actually, I had great sex. I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it, that's and that's weird, though, because, like, it, it is important to stay safe. It is important to test yourself, yeah. whatever your sexuality is. And I feel like a lot of people don't, kind of scared of, like, talking about it in a way, which they shouldn't be it might also be because there's not enough talk about it and then people assume that it's not something to, mm. to be talked about well what i've heard and i think in america mainly because of their sex ed is quite weird over there yeah, yeah. um the main thing around gay sex is people don't realize sdis can be transmitted right in my school system they they did say a lot it can it can happen with gay sex as well but you know there's not really anything else they really need to say apart yeah. from just wear a condom. Just yeah, just that's always what it so comes mean, down to. Every every time anyone has a conversation, always it always boils down to wear a condom. So yeah, that's which, pretty much it. While condoms do condoms are an effective method, it's still important for you to kind of know what you're getting yourself into yeah. and you know get tested. Ask the other person yeah. if they know anything mm. and if they had gotten tested. I guess which I don't know. When it's a casual relationship, I guess it's a bit harder to do that. Actually, thinking about it, I just realised you can say, yeah, wear a condom, but for lesbians, I'm just thinking back to my sex ed. I have no idea if lesbians can can have ST- right. can transmit STS. Yeah. I have never been taught this. I have absolutely no idea. You know, so... I, does anyone know? Technically, you can right. get a lot of other things transmitted yeah. as well. So, like, it, it really depends really on I mean, you can't get doing. infections, yeah. can you, anyway? And the teachers yeah. are too squeamish to talk about anything. Yeah. Like, to be fair... <laughs> For women, I think it's easier to get any kind of infection. That's honestly. true. Once you get one, pff, you're done. <laughs> that's true. The rest comes just like that. <laughs> yeah, that's it, it's just it's weird because it's a topic that yeah. it should be more talked about and it's barely talked it about even for the straights. Like yeah, obviously, that is true. Yeah. It that's true because like then you end up with an illness or something, an STI, and you have no idea. it's like you have no idea how it happened. I mean, you have an idea how it <laughs> happened, but like. If you you realize that maybe you could have prevented it, maybe yeah. you, if you had just a little known a little bit more, stuff like that. I think yeah. with a lot of things like this, you don't even know what it is you got. That's like, true. Mm. Like they give you a name for it, and you're like, okay. But what does that even mean? Yeah, what does that mean? It's like <laughs> there's so much research that goes because you just have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, this has been great. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> we have reached our time limit. Um, sure. But <laughs> I mean, it was really lovely. I think it was really also helpful. I enjoyed yeah, it, was very and fun. Um, it was fun. Yeah. So if you guys want to come back, I mean, you are in the I'd podcast be happy society. To do it again. Yeah. Actually, they are in a podcast society. We are. So they are in Surprise! our meetings and everything. <laughs> um, but it was really, it was hard to find people that were willing to kind of be on it and talk about stuff with us. But this was really nice. I'm really happy. And um, yeah, so thanks for doing this. And thank you for inviting us. Hey, so you might want to stick around for the next segment. And now, welcome to Otto's Corner. Yay! Woo! Otto comes in and reads something for us that he wrote himself. Hey Otto. What's up? What are you going to read for us today? It's a haiku. Oh my. Yeah, Anna says she wanted haiku, so I wrote one. Okay. Wait a sec. So what's your Go haiku forth. about? Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Okay. Would a centaur child, when young, 
suckle from the horse or the human breast? Thank you. Thank you, Otto. Very beautiful. That was beautiful. Enigmatic. Yeah. I'm sure that will leave everybody wondering about life forever. Um, I, I'm, I'm quite a, a fan of Otto's Corner now. I, was... I just, he has to come back, okay? Today it was shorter version, but we'll, we'll convince him to be here longer with us. May I just shout out to Otto for that beautiful, beautiful. It was beautiful. Thank you. It was Great. beautiful. So now, turning a bit more to your side, we have a poem from um, the Writing Society by Kesh. Uh, I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. But yes, so I'll be reading it. Um, and forgive me if I make any mistakes or if I don't deliver properly. But it, I think it's a very beautiful and it kind of, it, it really relates to what we've been talking about a bit today. So here we go. Like ice in a tumbler, it was perfectly good. This was perfectly good. We were perfectly good. Like a roll and plain butter, it was just as it should be. This was just as it should be. We were just as it should be, but then I tasted cold pizza to bring in the day. Touched the soul of a stranger with lips that would stray. Found that I went far from perfect, but deserved better than okay. And so I beat thee a great evening and went on my way. And I fell in love with madness and sadness, the sea. Like an ocean of options, I drown in the love for he and she. With nights I can only ever remember the shadows of, for shame and sanity. But I regret nothing. The cycle repeats as dawn strides towards eve, just as it should be. That was a... Beautiful poem. Thank you. That was really, really nice. good. Uh, and reading, a beautiful actually. interpretation. Um, yeah. And that was written by Ketch Royal from the Writing Society. Yep. Uh, Writing Society on Wednesdays at five. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, also, we are now moving on. What's going on in the gallery? Here's where yeah. We so have. I've I've seen this yes. and it's uh it's it's been being built for a while. A now while now. Yes. We have our leaflet with us. Um, and oh, so you're finally going to spill what it's about? Cause... Yes, because I don't know. I feel like people go through the gallery and like, you know, it, whatever is there, might be, they stop. But you never really know what's going on unless yeah. you pick up a flyer. If you do, props to you. Like, I'm sure that's a great thing to do. So from the 15th of February till the 19th of April 2018, uh, we have the Hadid Architects Evolution. So for those who don't know, but I'm sure you know, Zaha Hadid is a very successful architect. Um, and I'm reading a leaflet right now, and it says in the back that she founded Zaha Hadid Architects and was awarded the Pritzker Architecture Prize in 2004 and is internationally known for her built, theoretical, and academic work. So she's just a really fucking cool person. Once again, a beautiful reading. Thanks. <laughs> hey, what you're saying was not beautiful before? <laughs> Ouch. Um, so I'm really happy to actually read this because she did work in my hometown, which is Salerno in South Italy. Beautiful. Um, and she, it says, it says, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> it says in the back of the leaflet that Zaha did architects recently completed the Salerno Maritime Terminal in Italy. And also, like, she did something in Ox Oxford University, but, like... But who, who cares about who that? Who cares about that? Clearly, my town's more important. I'm, I'm from Cambridge, so, you know, who cares about Oxford? <laughs> exactly. Wow. So, <laughs> we are... Actually, the display is really beautiful. I walked through it before, and there's so many little models of 
or different architectures or different designs. And there's just so much. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to read the whole leaflet, but there, in the leaflet, there is a map of all the exhibitions. And um, I oh, think it was a collaboration with also model making and the architecture course. Which well, I, I really urge anyone, you know, if they just have a few minutes between their classes, rather than just walking straight past the gallery, just, just go through it. Yeah. Just wander about for a little bit longer than you normally would and just have a look at the things in there because they really are quite incredible. It, yeah. it is really cool, honestly. Like the displays and there's the whole team behind it that worked for it. Um, and of course, shout out to the Zahadid Foundation that helped out with this. Uh, we are not endorsed by them in any way, by the way. We're just doing it out yeah. of pure we, we just thought it looked we're cool. Just, <laughs> we just thought it looked cool and we thought, you know, we are going to talk about what's going on in the gallery in every episode. So it is our university and I think it's important to kind of be aware of what's happening because that's the whole point. Um, also, in addition to that, we'll have another little shout out corner where we are going to relate to our topic from before. Um, and remember that you can get tested for STIs online for free i mean not online but like you can sign up online <laughs> very um, smooth transition very thank you i know right from architecture to stis <laughs> um, but so, that, that's a new bibliography <laughs> that's a new corner that was so um, no but it is very important they're both important topics and i mean there there wasn't really any way to have a smooth transition to that was it so if you go to sh24.org.uk, you can get a free test where you can just use at home and you can get tested for chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis and HIV. Um, you can get support. There's information on sexual health. It's just overall a very useful site. Um, so once again, that's sh24.org.uk. And you just can do it from the comfort of your home and every kit get sent back to lab for analysis. So you get a text as well, and you get your results as soon as possible uh, within seven days, which is really good. And it's free. So just... And don't feel awkward about doing it. You know, exactly. the, the packaging to your, to your house, if you want that, is entirely discreet and everything. Yeah, it says... I know people have this whole stigma yeah. around it, and it's just, there's no need. It's a really important issue, and it's really, really important to get checked yeah. and, to, uh, and to be safe. Definitely. Here it says that you're test kit will arrive in a plain envelope and it will contain everything you need to provide us with samples that they test in their lab. So yes, this is an HS affiliated service and you can just get tested for free. Don is laughing at me. Well, just Anna, the queen of segways. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, well, that was it for today, I think. We're done with the episode. Yay! You, what, what, what's I, that face? I, no, I was just thinking of an awful joke. Let's just cut out this <laughs> I was I was going to, I was going to say. Um, I'm keep it in. Speaking of SDIs, we're finishing right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean that is true though. We are finishing right now, so I'm gonna keep that in. Oh this please don't. It's going. It's please going. do. <laughs> yeah, Otto saying that was good. So I think. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. He's talking to my ear. Um, I can't really understand. <laughs> But anyway, thank you well, guys so just, much. Well, just just like your penis, let's wrap that up. Oh yep. my god! I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to check with Sudan Union whether we can actually use this or not. <laughs> okay, I'd but thanks for that, Don. Um, anyway, thank you so much, guys, for being here. Uh, I think it was a lovely episode, a lot of fun. It was it was, it was oh, yeah. really great being it here. It was good was for great. our first episode, and tune in for our next episode, which will be next week. 
the week after we post this one, basically. So this one's coming out on the 19th, and the next one should be around the 28th, but I don't want to... We'll see. We'll see. You don't want to put labels on I don't want to put labels on everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, thank you so much for listening as well. And just have a good day, everybody. Woo! Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>